You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome, or welcome back, to another episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. And you guys, I have like a little talent crush today. I'm so excited to talk to my guest today. Not only, not only is she gorgeous and stunning, not only is her voice like a voice of the angelic choir in the heavens, not only does she play guitar but we have seen her in groundhog day in on on broadway uh she was original broadway cast of head over heels uh let's see a little scotland pa off broadway a little touring of the tours with american idiot before this before this pandemic she was in her costume for Peggy and Mariah for Hamilton in Los Angeles. And folks, we're excited about her because she, she's the one we're hearing about coming into Devil Wears Prada on Broadway as, as the Anne Hathaway, hello, come on, the Andy Sachs, is that her name, right? The Andy Sachs character, when that comes to Broadway, folks, She's, she's that part, okay? Okay, that's why we're excited about her, but I am ex- especially excited about her because, <laughs> wait, my heart's thumping. A little while ago, I flew out to San Diego to support my friend and director who happened to be doing a, a little show out at the Old Globe called The Tale of Despero. And not only was this production so wonderful, I, I actually really loved everything about it but there was a beautiful black woman on the stage who was so what are the words i just fell in love with her and it's the first time i've ever gotten to see her perform with my own eyes the perfect princess p you guys please help me welcome california native taylor iman jones introduction <laughs> i'm like was i recording any of that i hope so God, i i looks like i hope so too because i'm gonna put that on my website just every time you enter the website it will start 
<laughs> with that. Oh, no, thank you very much. That was lovely. Wow. Thank you for coming on here, for joining me today. It's so great to meet you and talk to you. I mean, almost face-to-face. I'm so face excited to, face. to be here. I know, as face-to-face <laughs> as we can be these days. But I'm also as- very excited to be here, yes. Oh, right on. Okay, did I get that right, that you are a California native? Yep, yep, Bay Area. Okay, which makes sense because one of my best friends, Derek Contreras, and one of my like sister theater friends, Kalia Davis, they're both yes. in the Bay Area right now, so... Yes, yes. I talk to Kalia all the time. So um, that's an excellent connection. I love her. And, um, you know, the Bay's got a lot of good people. So I'm not surprised. And both of them are like, have you had Taylor on your show yet? Have you had Taylor? I'm like, I don't know, Taylor. They're like, hello, ask her. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So here we are. And I'm so excited to talk to you. Obviously, we're going to talk about hair and all of the things. And if there's ever anything that you're like, no, 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 girl, you just be like, eh, eh, and we'll take it out. Um, but I, <laughs> I have noticed that like your curls are so gorgeous and they're so like, they're thriving. And I'm wondering, thank you. have they always been thriving? Like, have they, have you always just embraced your curls? Is this a new thing? Tell me, tell me things. Um, I would be like, yes to all of the above. So, um, I will say my current curl pattern is definitely like a work of like like a lot of work that I've put into my hair over the last few years. Um, So I always thought I had a weird curl pattern growing up because I'm mixed. So I'm black, Puerto Rican and Portuguese. Um, And so I was like, okay, that makes sense. My hair is just going to have a lot of a lot of different curl patterns. Um, And it wasn't until maybe five years ago now. So it's kind of like right when I moved to New York that I was seeing a lot of YouTube girls on YouTube and seeing a lot of um, uh-huh. girls in my cast, a lot of beautiful black girls or mixed girls with these tight, tight curls. And I was like, how do you do that? What are you doing? Is your hair just naturally like that? Um, and I met uh, an uh, actress, you may know her name, I'm blanking on her last name, but Chloe, she's British and she just got married or she just had a baby also last year. Um, she's a dancer, she's an incredible oh. dancer. But anyway, who does Broadway sometimes? Okay, She'd be a good one to have on your show. Um, she was telling me about that she would comb her hair out in in the shower, like she would put conditioner in her hair and comb it out in the shower. And I was like, "What? That's crazy!" Like I just never comb my hair out in the shower. I don't know why that was such a concept to me. But ultimately, that led to a journey yeah. of me realizing that I just wasn't um, moisturizing my hair as much as I should have been. In that my hair can take a lot more product than I ever realized. Um, And then I was putting in, I thought like a leave-in conditioner, like let's get out of the house. And then I'm wondering like, why is my hair frizzy? Why aren't my curls curling? It's like, well, you're not doing anything. Talk about Um, it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was like, I don't have the time to finger coil. I don't have the time to do all that. Um, So I always thought it was just too much. Like where, where, what's the line for me, right? But um after a lot of trial and error, and again, a lot of YouTube tutorials, I realized that it doesn't take a lot of time. Um, for me, my personal little hair journey is, uh, right now I'm using pattern. I just got all the pattern beauty stuff. And so I, um, okay, I can Tracy, do like, Tracy Ellis Ross's line. Yes. Yes. So I'm trying it for the first time, but I do like it, all, all the stuff. So I can do like whole handfuls of leave-in conditioner in my hair and it just soaks it right up. So I do that in the shower, brush it out in nice. the shower. Um, and then when I get out, um, she has a cream, a curl cream and a gel. And um, so I'm using her curl cream 
And I've used her gel, but I also like the Weedad gel. I think that's how you say it. It's O-U-I-D-A-D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, their stuff yes, really yes, like, yes. makes my hair super curly. So um, that's my that's my hair journey. And, it, you know, all of that really takes like 10 minutes. You know, once it's already brushed out and just get your fingers through it, get a brush, you know, get one of those nice okay. heavy combing brushes. So here's my – Here's my question for you, because I'm from California, too, Mm -hmm. and I feel, and I would like to hear your take on this. I felt like growing up in California, there was always like, my hair needs to be straight all the time. I'm from the Bay. Okay, tell me things. I don't know. I feel like maybe, because I do know what you're saying. I feel like sometimes that was more of like a SoCal trend, I think. And that I'm finding with a lot of like black women who are my age or similar to my age, where I think in the mm-hmm. Bay, it wasn't like I would straighten my hair, but it never felt like I needed to. It never felt. Um, Ooh, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. Like not to say that great. I had definitely my own things growing up being like, I feel prettier, but like I never felt like I needed to. Um, and I'm specifically from Fairfield. So we're very diverse city on our own so um you know we're in between sacramento and san francisco so we get all types of people from all walks of life in this city so i think that helps my um diversity brain so you so have you always felt and here's the thing because i think that this is so fascinating and i didn't feel this way which is why i'm asking the questions like Mm -hmm. of you have you always felt beautiful with your curls? Because obviously they're gorgeous. But sometimes like if your family is like, they're gorgeous, you're like, of course. And if they're like, they're not gorgeous and you're like, oh, they're ugly. So how did you feel growing up? Right. No, I have always liked my curls. Um, I, you know, you always like everybody else's more, of yes. course. Um, you know, I think for the long time, longest time, I did go through like a relaxing stage, but it wasn't to get my hair straight. It was just to loosen my curls, which now I'm realizing like I should have been into trying to tighten my curls rather than loosen them. Um, okay. Because I just wanted, okay. I just have so much hair. For me, it was more, uh, it's a, or it still is more a challenge of volume <laughs> in trying just to contain yeah. the beast, you know, um, or or let it be out. Like, do I want a lot of volume today? Uh, yeah, that's more the challenge. Which is so beautiful. Like. My best friend has hair similar to yours. And she's always like, I want it smaller, smaller. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, I would want my hair to be the biggest. Oh, it's just. <laughs> it's just, it's just it's, that there's no stopping. It's like once it starts growing, you know, it's only going to get bigger for the rest of the day. And you're like, what do I do? With I all know. what. <laughs> And I'm such a hypocrite because I do have big hair, but it's a different curl pattern than yours. Like yours mm-hmm. is like heavy. It goes long. It like yeah. it grows down and mine mm-hmm. grows out. And I, I feel like there is so much power in big hair. I feel like yes. you're, and I've seen that you're like, like low key activist on your Instagram page. Like, <laughs> like being black, especially today, it's like we can walk outside with our natural hair and it's a statement. It's revolutionary (laughs) gosh yes people can't stand it people can't handle it but in the in all the good and bad ways and so you just have to know that it's beautiful whether they know it's beautiful or not it's beautiful it is it it, it truly is and it's like looking at my sister queens looking at my friends I'm like 
this is so beautiful. Then I see it on my own head and I'm like, you powerful girl. Yes. And then I'm like, before I go outside, I'm like, okay, and I'm going to put it in a bun now. <laughs> we'll be right back right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, I wasn't going to get to this just yet, but I'm thinking about it. Have you ever, mm-hmm. like when you walk into auditions, do you mm-hmm. ever change who, like a little... Oh gosh, how do I ask this? When you walk into a room, based on who you know is behind the table, do you change mm. anything? Do you know what I'm getting at? I do know what you're getting at. I do know what you're getting at. And the answer is no. Um, but I don't, I wouldn't say it's like from a place of confidence or I, I would say it didn't originate from a place of confidence. It is in a place of confidence now. Okay. Um, but it, it, I think it was more in a way of like, you know, being a black girl especially going in for certain roles, some people automatically do not want to cast you, right? Just because you're black. Um, yeah. Other people just right. never thought about it before, you know, because you're black. Um, <laughs> and so to me, I'm not going right. to try to do any of those things. I'm going to show you what it is when a black girl, you know, one of many come into this room that we do come in many different shapes and sizes and colors and tones. And um, (laughs) these are all skin references that I'm not trying to make skin references, but, uh, you know, flavors. and um, (laughs) Right, uh, right. (laughs) So I think it was more out of fear, like, this is who I am, take it or leave it, because I don't know how to be anything else. And now I'm realizing that that's that is the game. You know, that is that is the reward is yeah, like watch me be my best self in my way. You're going to be into it, I promise you. <laughs> wow. And that there is confidence that that's a confident thing to say and to feel. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. like for Devil Wears Prada, I would have never thought like you just said like <gasps> wait, wait, wait. Black girl in the, like in this role Wait, yeah. wait, wait. When you see when you saw this audition come up or when your agents told you about it, what was mm-hmm. your first thought? Were you like, oh hell yeah? Were you like, ah, uh, what? Like what Yeah, you know, it was a um I would say it was kind of a I was trying to figure out like who am I, you know, in this Broadway scene. And so yeah. it's after Head Over Heels, it was during Scotland PA where I'm playing you know, Lady Macbeth essentially in that show. And so that's the most responsibility I'd ever been given um, in my professional New York career. And so I was like, okay, I think I'm a leading lady. Like this is where I want to be. And so I thought I was really just kind of like finally showing that to casting, you know, like I don't, I don't know exactly what show or where I fit, but I'm a leading lady. And so I, I was going in for, you know, all the, all the replacings, 
<laughs> in all the existing Broadway shows. And so yeah. when Devil Wars Prada came in, it was just me thinking like, cool, I'm 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 getting seen for the type of roles I would like to be getting seen for. It was not like, okay. I'm going to go get it. Um, and then I got a call back wow. and that's when I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, and, you know, kind of based on what we just said, like, yeah, I'm, you know, Taylor Iman Jones, so AKA nobody, you know, in my mind and um, going in for <laughs> Devil Wars Prada, I'm like, it's definitely already cast somebody. and I'm black. And of course you show up and you see all your friends there. So you're just like, cool. So they don't even know what they want, obviously. And it's just definitely not going to be me. Right. So might as well, I'm not trying to get Andy. I'm going to show this director. Shayna Taub was in the room. So I know I really just wanted to like sing for her for casting. It was more just me like auditioning for myself is how it felt like I'm just if when I leave the room you will remember who I am you may not cast me but you're going to remember who I am for the next time you see me um and that wow. just kind of kept working so as the callbacks kept coming <laughs> I just kept being like what am I doing like how how do I do this what, what like what oh my god what do I do um and uh hold on are they right there in my purse? Sorry, my mom. I'm, I live with my parents, and my mom need keys and things. That's okay. Um, That's okay. Okay, great. There you go. That's dad's keys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can leave that in because that's super real. Um Anyway, as a that's comment, real though. <laughs> yeah, I almost so paused real, it. You know, that. leave it. You know, hi mom, a cameo. Um, uh, right, as the callbacks kept coming in. Uh, before I always tell my students, you know, if you get a callback, that means you're doing things right. It's not the time to start like yeah. changing things or trying to be more of something, especially if they didn't say anything to you. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to keep doing my thing and being myself and yes. we'll just see how far this gets us. <laughs> and it worked. Anyway, um, shockingly enough, you know, this is exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. And it's, mm -hmm. and it's exciting for the the entire black girl community like you're trailblazing hello thank you do you thank know what you. i'm saying i do i do i try not to take it lightly you know i i i'm not um overwhelming myself with that responsibility as of yet and then right. also reminding don't myself that, you know, no. right. and i do remind myself that i don't speak for the whole black community you know i am one of many right. of us and um i'm excited yeah. that Yes, that a bunch of black girls will come and see the show and see themselves. And in that regard, a, right. any girl of any color will be able to see the show and see themselves. And I think that's what's so important and so cool. And I'm excited that casting and direction had the wherewithal to also see that possibility, you know? It's cool. Okay, natural next question. Yes. Have you had a conversation about hair in the show? No, but I'm not afraid of those conversations anymore. Okay, um, like <laughs> let's like go. They, <laughs> not, uh, not at all. Um, and I haven't been for some time because I've had to use my hair. You know, um, Despero, the show that you saw, was the last time that I did use my hair, and it was only because it wasn't a protective style. Um, you know, I got to just like twist my hair back into like a soft bun and leave it. It didn't change. I didn't put anything on my head. Um, but I know I, you know, it, those are very, and because it was a 70 minute show, it wasn't going to be a year of my life. So on something like Broadway, I. Or an end, like open-ended. 
Yes, on an, yes, even on regional like theaters, yeah. like especially if you know, if you know you are one of the few members of color and you see your white cast members getting wigs, you keep your foot on the gas and you get your wig. Yeah. Um, yes. And I try to tell it, you know, I for me, it's a matter of it is it's not good. It's not healthy for us to use our own hair. That's why everybody likes a wig to begin with. Also for your sake, for the direction, yeah. for the show, if you want consistency, you need to make me something that yes. doesn't grow, that doesn't, that's not affected by the weather. That's not going to be affected by my day, you know, especially as yeah. um, black women with our hair. Like once you put it in a style, that is it for the day. Like I can't go around changing my is hair all the time, you know? And so like, that's that's where yes. my conversation comes in and I just I, I don't I don't really apologize for that um and also because I have as we all have have been in positions where we finally do get a wig but then they don't know how to style it or they don't know what what really to do with you so we have had to be our own designers and hair gurus at some points and um you know it's not my job and so if I have to start doing your job then we're gonna have some conversations <laughs> <laughs> you know, then I will start okay, making okay, it my job. So I've been asking takes, these. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is exciting for me to hear because I'm like, I've been asking these questions so that when Broadway comes back, I'm like, truly, it it comes down to how do I advocate for myself when it's time? Mm -hmm, and so, mm -hmm. what are my what are my peers doing? What are the other what are the other girls doing? And so, okay, Taylor, here's yes. a situation. You're yes. in the chair. It's yes. your wig fitting. Hair supervisor is in the room. He puts something on your head. It's hideous. You yes. hate it. What do you do? What do you do? Where do you start? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, I have like follow-up questions like, am I supposed to feel beautiful? And, you know, is it, you know, what is ugly about it? Because, you know, we also have to separate sometimes your personal style from like True. show style. That okay. But I will say. You're one of the yeah. leads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed and to feel beautiful? You... Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I the favorite thing, and they all do it, is they put and they go, what do you think? And, you know, I think there's a, a moment where you can give your honest opinion and also be a collaborator in that sense. You know, like me, you just have to be specific. You can't just be like, it's ugly. <laughs> you can be like, well, I don't necessarily feel beautiful in this wig for this, that and the other. You know, is it my edges are not on my edges? Is it this part is thick? Is it, you, you know, it's not in a shape that is um, conducive with my character, you know, you make it about the actor. Um, that's where I come in. I, I'm just, I get very honest and be like, these are my opinions. I am not the designer, but that's what I think. And here are some ideas. You know, I think it's also important Okay. If you've worked a career, you do have some ideas. So maybe bring those to the table. Don't be afraid to bring those to the table. All right. I'm loving all of this. Loving all of this. Okay. Also, you've got a lot of hair. So mm -hmm. what's your wig prep? Do you change it up? What's it looking like? 
Nope, I am very consistent because, you know, also, again, they never, I've just, I've been in so many dressing rooms where the wig people not just put your wig on, but will put your pin curls in for a lot of these women. And that is never the okay. case or rarely the case for black women because they're just like, I don't know. So anyway, you learn how to do yours and I'm not going to sit there all day braiding all of this hair like I'm not. So I do one pin curl up center, um, two on each side, like right above my ear, two in the back. And then I just wrap, wrap, wrap the rest of it and um, put a head, it put a wig cap on. If my hair is like voluminous that day, maybe I'll wear two wig caps and that, that's pretty much it. Okay. And that might be the trick sometimes. It's like that second wig cap. Sometimes it really that'll is. be a game changer. And sometimes it'll save you from the okay. headaches. Cause I know if my hair is growing under the wig, that's when it like is pulling and pulling. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, okay, and you kind of answered this question earlier, but if you have the option, you you already answered this. If you have the option to be wigged or not wigged, always wigged. You prefer, even if it looks exactly like my hair. Make me always. a wig that looks exactly like my hair. Then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, question: Is there anything different inside of you since before this pandemic? Mm-hmm through this pandemic to now, anything that you're like, that you either feel differently about or that you would approach differently going forward in the industry? That's a big question. Yes. No, it is. But and I, I, I do. Yes. The, I do feel differently. Um, you know, I think this pandemic has put so much into perspective, you know, what's important, not only in my life, but just in the scope of life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this, yeah. like to bring it back to like this wig issue, right? Um, when you're sitting in the chair and someone does bring you a wig or you feel mistreated, it does feel like the whole world has stopped and is collapsing and is blah, blah, blah. And if you do say the wrong thing, you're going to ruin your career and therefore your whole life is over and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No. What I do know now is, you know, my sanity is much more important than this one difficult conversation, you know, um, also in regards to that, like, I don't need this show because my life is more important than this show. My family is more important than this show. Um, also that we just, there is, is, is our real life concerns, you know, racism, children at the border. Like these things are way more important than my wig right now. Or the fact that you don't like that. I don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and wow. I think that just like in that same regard, like now I will not feel not heard in a rehearsal room ever again. Um, like I, I, I will stop the room. We're going to wait and make sure we're all on the same page to make sure that we don't feel uncomfortable. I'm ready to have difficult conversations. I've also like learned a lot about myself and as a Pisces and, you know, I cry a lot. I, <laughs> I, I am emotional, but that doesn't make me out of body, out of mind. So I'm now really capable of kind of feeling these like dual feelings where I can be like, oh, I am upset, but also it's like yeah. one small part of this whole world. So I can like be in control yes. of this thing. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think that's, I, I'm, I'm just not afraid to like speak up as myself for myself because now I know I can do it from love out of caring you know, it's yeah. it's not because I 
am trying to make a scene, but I know what I deserve. I know my worth. I am a human being, and we will all be treated as such in this, you know, in any space that I'm in. At least that's my goal. Have you, have you always had this confidence? No, <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I from my friends, from my peers, from watching people do it. I think also from being lucky enough to be in this generation. You know, we've had a lot of people do a lot of the hard, hard work for us. And so I think that's the thing. I just always put myself in perspective. You know, I do get to drink at any water fountain. You know, I I do get to play roles like Andy Sachs and these things weren't available to my parents or, you know, their parents. And so I think that's it. It's just like, oh, I got to be a part of this world going forward. And I know I'm small, but I'm mighty in whatever impact that is, you know. And so I got to get out of my own way as far as insecurities come. You know, I can sit here and be nervous. I can sit here and be scared. But that doesn't do any good. So I got to try, you know, in the same way for strength, like comedy. You know, you just kind of got to say 100 jokes and some of them will be funny. And same for trying to do your best. You know, you, 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 you teach 100 classes and finally you figure it out. You know, I can go on and on. But yeah, I think wow. it's just and all of that. I, my heart is so big for you right now. Oh, thank you. And <laughs> thank also, you for letting me. Ooh. Yeah, like I can feel, like I feel so, and even through this screen, like I'm like, oh girl, like I can feel some stuff that you're feeling right now. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's a it lot. Really yeah, it is. Also, when you said Pisces and me too, when's your birthday? Yes. March 6th. Oh, cute. All right. I'm February 20th. I'm like right on the cusp. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yes. That's okay. That's cute. Pisces, yeah. Hi, girl. We're strong, um, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we do have a lot of feelings and there's mm -hmm. a lot of things there. <laughs> We're going to cut for a short ad break. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Taylor, before I let you go, what mm -hmm. makes you feel seen? Like, and also, what makes you feel seen? And also, if, like, we come back into Broadway and they're like, hey, Taylor, Iman Jones, is there anything that we can do that will make you feel seen? What do you say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, to, I, oh, wow, I, I think that's such a complicated question. And I think, in a good way, and I think if you were to ask me on any given day, I'll probably give you a different answer. So today... Um, I think I feel seen through conversation, you know, true conversation um, and hearing and responding to what you heard, not just responding. Um, and then if Broadway came to me, it was like, what can we do? I'd be like, have more strict DEI policies, like make sure that you are hiring 50% female. Oh, sorry, diversity, equity, and inclusion um, policies. So, like, 
you know, if you're have it 50%, you know, higher 50% female or female identifying or queer folk, like make sure that your boards and companies are representative of our country. So you should have a black person, you should have a white person, you should have someone who's Asian, someone who's Middle East, like as many as as diverse as you can. Um, And I think especially, you know, in places that our union can step in and um, I mean, not that I'm saying they're going to do any of that, but that's what would make me happy. Because <laughs> um, I think that's the hardest thing. You know, I was just before, you know, before this, before this yeah. um, podcast, I was having to write a difficult email um, and one that's not difficult, but just, you know, there's a there are a lot of companies that we'd love to work for and a lot of spaces that we're ready to get back into but it's like, do I feel seen in these spaces? Do I feel oh. heard in these spaces? You know, and I get we can't just go ask a whole company to like fire a bunch of employees and hire a bunch more. But with your current employees, then what work are you doing? What education are you taking as a company to ensure that you are providing spaces for your employees or students to make sure you're on the forefront and not just on the sidelines? Um so yeah, I, yeah, that's what uh, I'm trying to do. Okay, I have a unexpected. I this is nowhere in my notes. I am just <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, love All it. Right. I love it. Yeah, this? yeah. Taylor, what do you do? What do we do? This is a huge hypothetical. I hope mm-hmm. this doesn't actually come to this question. <laughs> what do we do? If we get back to Broadway and it's not cool, things are still the same and somebody decides we're picketing, we're not, we're, all the black people are not going to, like, we're, what do we do? Yeah. What, if, do we stand in solidarity? You, or do we show up I mean, to our jobs? You know, I think I, okay, listen, if we all stick together, we all pick it, we all pick it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Um, I also believe that we would have white peers at our side in that regard. Um, I do believe, though, we have more power in our shows. You know, it's not our, it's not our job to educate these people. There's enough Google and just history for them to figure it out. But, you know, I, to me, I, I think it's more important to keep people accountable. You know, uh, we can't necessarily take these people out of positions of power, but we can help them decide what to do with that power. Do you know what I mean? And where the money goes, who they invest in, what kind of stories are we telling? Why are we telling this story this way with these people? If your team does happen to be all men, what does that say about you? What does that say about your perspective? I don't necessarily need you to go fire a bunch of people but you do need to recognize your limited perspective and so when someone outside of that group comes to you and says this that you have the capability to recognize that you couldn't see that you know um instead of questioning people or denying others experiences um so I think that's I think that's how I'm going to try to move forward is just keeping people accountable, keeping, you know, n- uh, not shying away from saying things I think need to be said. Um, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and final question. 
All right. When I think about you, I think that you are a whole vibe. You are a whole mood. And you're just like, ah, that's how I feel. That's the only word I can think of. Is, ah. I love it. <laughs> okay. A hair flip and a, and a gasp. So who are your inspirations, Taylor? <laughs> wow. Totally. I mean, I am so inspired by my friends. I mean, when you say that, I'm obviously like, Audrey McDonald like she's always my like go-to uh, one because because of course but also like she's not only just this like classic beauty and not only has she won all of these awards but she continues to play she continues to change and grow and challenge herself and I want to be that you know like and, and she's like funny like that I don't I just she is just the coolest and she's just the coolest um but then again as I said I'm so inspired by all of my friends, you know, in and out of the theater industry, um, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to watch my corporate friends, you know, who've been able to keep their jobs, but, you know, have been getting promotions and things like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like adulting. Like, I can also work on, like, being an adult and getting my life together in other ways. Um, and then I'm, ex- I'm inspired by my burlesque friends and my comedy friends and, you know, also, like, like Beth Level, who I've, you know, I, I haven't even gotten to meet her in person yet, but I've heard her talk wow. a lot about, like, just being a worker bee on Broadway. And it's, you know, it's not about, like, even a, a role like this is, yes, it's a role of a lifetime, but she's already have, like, 13 other Broadway shows under her belt, and she's just ready to get, like, 13 more. And it's, I'm just so inspired by that art, life, comedy love for those who are listening you're like that's, that's gonna be her co-star in devil wears Prada. hello <laughs> very cool that is so exciting yes. i'm so excited for all of the things just know that like i can't wait to like meet you in person and oh yeah oh, you're, you're so wonderful <laughs> you're so beautiful and yeah and hug <laughs> and all of the things i'm like is there anything else got it oh one last question yes please. one of my friends wanted to, wanted to know this um would you ever cut your hair for yes <gasps> okay oh i i know i said that so quickly for i would say like for the role like i don't know what that role is you know what i mean um okay. I'm not afraid of cutting my hair. Honestly, I cut my own hair and I would not recommend that to anybody. But um, so I'm not necessarily like afraid of big chops or anything. I am currently on a growth journey. I just kind of want to see how long it will get. But I do have like that aspiration of shaving my head one day. I talk about it all the time. Oh my gosh. It's just got to be for the right moment. I, yeah, and I don't know when that is, and I'm just not rushing myself. Like, that's the thing. I just, I'm not going to do it when I'm freaking out, you know, and I'm not going to rush into it. But I know that you did. I'm, like, I'm ready. I'm ready to chop it off and just, like, you know, restart a whole I, new hair journey. That makes me so scared. <laughs> that makes me scared because you're not the only person I've heard say that. And I'm like, finally, one day I'm going to have all the hair I've ever dreamt of. And now all my friends are going to be shaving their heads. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, oh gosh! You know, I want to do it for all the reasons. I'm sure I'm gonna cry and have a lot of like scary days. But I just, every person who does it just says how freeing and wonderful it is for them in the long yeah. run. So I'm, I'm, yeah. re- I'm, I'm not ready for that, but I'm, I'm I will do it one day. Right? Yeah. For whatever like Marvel oh movie so franchise. Fun. You know, when I get like the big league. Okay, fair enough. 
something something. We'll talk. <laughs> Fair enough. And also, yes to putting this out into the universe. We claim this. In, okay. In, yes, in Jesus' name, uh, amen, amen. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, Taylor, you're the bomb. And I just think that you're the bomb. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you. All right. <laughs>And that wraps another episode of Black Hair in the Big League. Y'all, I'm so honored to have such great guests on this show. And if there's somebody who you want to listen to, please drop me a note on my Instagram at Salisha Thomas or at Black Hair Podcast and slip into those DMs and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave a review, tell a friend, follow us on Patreon at Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I am so grateful that you are part of this community. It would not be the same without you. <laughs> Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love COD. Shout out to Colin Tabor for editing this episode and most of these episodes. And shout out to you for listening. Y'all, my heart is so big and I feel so grateful. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. See you next week. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.